Welcome in to Potty Podcast Cinema. I'm Dan, with me as always is Andy. And uh, we had What You're Watching this week. We're coming back with Coming Attractions. Got a few things, just a few things to talk about. But I'm excited about, I would say, I don't know, all of them, I guess. Maybe one of them. It's kind of interesting. But, uh, Andy, let's jump into it. Last Night of Soho. Oh, yeah. No, last Night of Soho. Uh, I'm very interested in it, and uh, I just saw this feature about how uh, she was. She met Edgar Who, Wright. She? she being Anya Taylor Joy. All right. Met Anya Wright, uh, Edgar Wright when she auditioned for Baby Driver. Oh. Okay. And he's like, Nah, I don't like. Like she wasn't the right fit, but he's like, There's something I want to do with you. <laughs> uh, like I want. Uh, you're you're great. We got to do something. And and so he immediately had her in mind for this. And so he kind of like developed the whole plan for this around her which is huge i mean that just shows what an amazing actor she is yeah and uh i mean we already all know that but my god to be as good an actress as she is at how old is she (laughs) i'm gonna tell joy three yeah i can look into that i can look into that and she's already got like an imdb full of impressive material yeah she do i mean and and even that x-men movie which was terrible uh she was fantastic what was she in x-men she was the magic or whatever the one that was like had the demons the new mutants or whatever new mutants yeah right. yeah new mutants um, that's still an x-men movie oh i don't know about that uh she was born in 1996 in miami florida oh she doesn't look like trash <laughs> hey man that's where the home of my people you know? <laughs> it shows um yeah and yeah. Yeah, she's still got a, she's got a ton of stuff coming out she's got the Northman. She's got uh, a David O. Russell project and Illumination Entertainment project all coming out in 2022. Good lord! And the Northman looks nuts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah they, there's a, with the guy who did the Lighthouse. Yeah, and, and there's Rich. a oh, that's right, that is him, Robert Eggers. Yeah, this one's huge. It's got her, Alexander Skarsgård, Ethan Hawke, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe. Um, it's got the mountain in it. I'm not going to say his name because yeah. I can't. Kleist Bang, who you love. Kate Dickey. Bjork. Uh, okay. Oh, Bjork, isn't it? But, yeah. You know, he, he made her famous with The Witch. Or she made herself famous for being fantastic. Oh, but, he, but that's how she got known was The Witch? Yeah, that's how she was known. As, uh, and if you haven't seen that, you should see that. Yeah, I probably should. I really like that director. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then she's got something with David O. Russell who likes to keep everything kind of tight. But it's like a... It's a period piece. It looks like maybe the 20s or 30s. He loves Rob- those period pieces. Mm-hmm. Rami Malek. It's got Angela Taylor Joy, Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, Robert De Niro, Tim Oliphant. Love Tim Oliphant. Zoe Saldana, Michael Shannon, Alessandro Nivola, Andrea Riseborough, Mike Myers. Okay. John David Washington. I'm not done. Chris Rock, Matthias Schoenertz, uh, Taylor Swift. Mm, all right. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. It's got two SNL cast members and a, uh, a teeny bopper. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? That that The first 12 that you listed are insane. So yeah. I, yeah. I think number 11 on that list you just uttered off was Michael Shannon. So, Jesus. Oh, my <laughs> God. I found out what the Untitled Illumination Entertainment Project is. Here's the summary. Here's the summary. A plumber named Mario travels through an underground labyrinth with his brother Luigi trying to save a captured princess. Feature film adaptation of the popular video game. Uh, Chris Pratt is Mario. She's going to play Princess Peach. 
Jack Black as Bowser. How have I not gone through this? Charlie Day is Luigi. This is all voiced, uh, which, oh man, I love that. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek. I don't remember who Kamek is. And Sebastian Maniscalco is Spike. Oh, God. Oh, man. It makes me want to go back and watch the uh, Anthony Hopkins John Leguizamo one. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you just say Anthony Hopkins? Uh, not Anthony Hopkins. Uh, John, John Ho- Hopkins? Hoskins? Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah. John Hoskins, yeah. Oh, Bob man. Yeah. yeah, she's got a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, back to the last night at Soho, though. This one looks good. So the, the summary for this is an aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. But the glamour is not all it is, as it appears to be and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. Uh, cool, man. That sounds interesting. Uh, it's Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Yeah, yeah, who did the Cornetto so Trio and Baby Driver. The cast for this is Thomas and McKenzie. Uh, who the only thing I've seen her in was Jojo Rabbit. Man, she was really good in that. And then, of course, Anya Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, who I like, Diana Riggs, I think this is her last, uh, the last thing she's ever been in. She was Emma Peel in The Avengers, and she was uh, Lady Tyrell in, um, what's it called? Dragons. Yeah, yeah, I know. Dragons. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Thrones, yeah. And it's got Terrence. Game of Disappointment. Yeah, Game of Disappointment. That's a better name. Um, yeah, I, I'm intrigued by this. It's Edgar Wright, so it'll be, even if it's not the best movie, it's going to look cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I really like Baby Driver. Yeah, so I did too. I, I think that's underrated. And, and, and uh, what do you call it? Corn, Cornetto Trio? Cornetto Trio, yeah. Shaun of the yeah. Dead, Hot Fuzz, and uh, End of the World. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them quite a bit. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Hot Fuzz was my least favorite of the three, but I still enjoyed it. Oh, really? It. That's, uh, uh, I think End of the yeah. World was my least favorite. I loved Hot Fuzz. Oh, God, I loved seeing the uh, the alien, uh, uh, what's her name, Rosamund Pike. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was fantastic. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. Uh, I, no, I, I've enjoyed everything so far, and keep in mind that, like, a lot of Ant-Man was from his original script. So he came up with a lot That's of true, the yeah. comedy and the and the idea of how to use Ant-Man. So that they had Peyton Reed take over last minute uh, on that movie after he left for creative differences on a couple things. And, yeah. and again, I think that had more to do with them trying to force other things on him the Marvel way. Yeah. Um, but like they said very much like the interactions of the characters and the, and the way that they use the suits and, and the comedic aspect of it all was all Edgar Wright. Uh, they used the majority of the script. So... Uh, yeah, so you can thank him for a lot of that too, and because yeah. that could have been the worst superhero movie ever, <laughs> it, it easily could have. But uh, they did a really great job. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see whatever he does. I'm, I'm totally in. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'm out of town this weekend. Balls. Uh, yeah, I do want to see that though. I'm gonna try and get to it at some point. Um, another movie, and uh, boy, I tell you what, this one's gonna get kind of get lost in the mix from uh, all the stuff that's coming out this week but uh antlers so this one is from scott cooper uh he did crazy heart which i enjoyed uh i think i gave it like a seven five uh hostiles i never saw i meant to and i never saw and then out of the furnace which was (sighs) i saw it and i was like yeah okay it's fine um i didn't i don't know it wasn't what i expected um so maybe that was what it was maybe that was the issue 
and then Black yeah. Mass, which had amazing uh, acting. But I'd be honest, the movie all, overall wasn't good. So I'm kind of hit or miss with Scott Cooper. Um, but this movie... Some, some of those, mm-hmm. though, like, you knew what the ending was ahead of time, but you still don't like the ending. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm... Like, which one? Too. Like, Black Mass. Well, uh, uh, but I didn't... That wasn't the issue. I thought the... I don't know. It was just kind of the... the at okay. no point I was like, is this a good movie? It was just good acting that kind of covered a good... Uh, a bad... Uh, a mediocre movie. Fair enough. Um, this one is called Antlers. Uh, in an isolated Oregon town, a middle school teacher and her sheriff brother become embroiled with her enigmatic student, whose dark secrets lead to terrifying encounters with the legendary ancestral creature who became before them. Uh, it's called Antlers. It's got Carrie Russell, love her, Jesse Plemons, Fat Damon, uh, Graham Greene, Rory Cochran, Amy Madigan. Um, uh, that's about all the names I know. Um... But that's a that's a good cast. I like I like the leads of those, Carrie Russell and Jesse Plemons. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Carrie Russell's been doing some horror movies in like three in a row lately. I'm not sure why she's getting uh, typecast as a horror actress, but uh, ever since Americans. But uh, I'm still in. I mean, she's really good at all those movies. I, I again, I'm not a horror fan typically. It's got to be done just right for me to really. Yeah, like, but you love be, you love Midnight Mass. That's, that's I can say, but it's great. It's yeah. got to be great for me to like it. Like, it, I won't. How do I put it? If if a horror movie is like a seven point five, I I have, I have no desire to see it. Whereas like any other style movie is a seven point five, I'm totally in. All right, you, you know was, what I mean? Like, you were saying she was doing a lot of scary stuff, but like in the past, I saw she did. I mean, she did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which it was a good movie. It wasn't scary. Free State of Jones, which I heard was not very good, but it's not scary. It's a period piece. This uh, she was in Rise of Skywalker, and her she was supposed to continue well, that character, but that for thing two sucked. Uh, yeah, but yeah. she was supposed to get a spinoff. Uh, Antlers is a scary one, and then she's got something called Cocaine Bear coming out, which uh, oh, directed by yeah. Li- Li- directed by Elizabeth yeah. Banks. That looks we, interesting. We've talked about this a few times. Oh, yeah, have we? That, I, I'm very excited about Pablo Escobar. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the bear that uh, died from eating about 172 pounds of cocaine. Oh and, wow! Uh, <laughs> and he's a legend in Tennessee. But uh, she's in the middle of filming that movie right now. Uh, with Carrie Russell and a few other really really good actors. That uh, sounds fantastic. Yeah, it, it really sounds fantastic. And uh, that the cocaine runner, oh man, this guy used to just buy these. Uh, he'd buy a two million dollar Cessna. Uh, they would load it up with cocaine in Colombia. He'd fly it into the U.S., dump it out over Tennessee, Georgia, wherever, uh, to places like with beacons so the mob could go pick it up. And then he'd jump out of the plane and he'd, and he'd pilot the plane on purpose into the ocean and just destroy the plane because it was just $2 million and they made hundreds of millions off the coke. So it was just the price of doing business. Yeah. So they could never catch this guy because he would dump the plane and never actually land. <laughs> and they could never find the guy. That sounds and, fun. Yeah. This this story, yeah, is about this legendary bear that that found and got addicted to and took down just millions of dollars worth of cocaine, <laughs> and so they called him Pablo Escobar. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, that would have been I don't even know. I would, they should have named that gave that as a title instead of Cocaine Bear. Uh, yeah, this one's got a huge cast: Carrie Russell, Ray Liotta, uh, character actress Margot Martindale, Alden Einrich, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Christoph Huju, uh, who was the wildling in. Uh, Game of Disappointment, yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr. I like O'Shea Jackson. Um, yeah, all right. But yeah, I don't know what you're talking about doing all these horror movies. I don't see anything that 
Any horror uh, stuff that she's in. She just did. I, I don't have Ron Dean. I do. I just but named you she just, everything she did, she did since the fourth time, 2014. The fourth, the fourth kind is 2014? No, I've named you everything she did since 2014. The fourth kind? Where's the fourth kind? I don't yeah, see it anywhere the in there. Uh, it's not true. I, I saw her in one while the birds were slapping themselves up against the window, killing themselves. And I don't know. I'm on the desktop alien. version, so the desktop version of IMDb is way worse than the uh, the mobile one yeah. for some reason. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not seeing yeah, I, a lot. I've seen, I wish mine worked right now, but I've seen her in two lately. No. Uh, Fair enough. Well, um, yeah, Antlers. Eh, it's going to get lost in the mix. Maybe I'll watch it someday, but it's just... Uh, I, the one, the thing I'm going to watch more than anything that I'm the most excited about is uh, coming out on Netflix, uh, Army of Thieves, which is... I don't know if we want to call it a spinoff, but they're going to have a lot of spinoffs of the... Uh, what was it? The Army of Army of the Dead movie that came out on Netflix previously? I'm guessing this is... A, well, this is a prequel. It's a prequel set before the events of the Army of the Dead, which focuses on German safecracker Ludwig Dieter, leading a group of aspiring thieves on a top-secret heist during the early stages of the zombie apocalypse. Um, this looks cool. So it brings back Matthias Schweighofer... Uh, who played Dieter in the first one. Uh, he's also directing this one, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Natalie Emanuel from uh, Game of Disappointment. Uh, Ruby O'Fee, I don't know. Stuart Martin, I don't know. Goose Khan, I don't know. I don't think I know. Ruby O'Fee is pretty good. Ruby O'Fee, what is she in? I, I don't remember, but I just saw her in something recently where I was like, oh, she, she's pretty good. Who is this? And I had to look it up, and I saw that she's going to be in this movie. I was yeah. like, okay, okay. <laughs> Are we watching this? We got, I got some interest now. And uh, and th- this movie looks great. It looks like so much fun. Like, I, I'm not, ex- obviously it's not an Academy Award winner type of a movie. This is just to sit back and have fun with it in the world of Army of the Dead. Or is that what it's called? Yeah, Army of the Dead. Uh, but, uh, oh God. I mean, just, just the line where Natalie Emanuel looks at him and says, you may have noticed that there's a, uh, uh, a virus spreading in the U.S. He's like, you you think I've noticed that there's uh, cannibals eating each other all throughout the country and it's spreading worldwide? Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know. It's uh, it just looks stupid and fun, and I'm I'm totally here for it. So the only thing I see that maybe we would know her from was something called Polar with Mads Mikkelsen, who we love. But it also has Vanessa Hudson's, who made me who I had to sit through the worst Christmas movie ever uh, with her in it. And it's also got Ruby Ophie and Matt Lucas. I like Matt Lucas. It probably was polar because I very much enjoyed that. Oh, okay. Uh, I never saw that. Yeah, it might have been polar. Love me some ads. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to see this. This looks. It, it looks like it's kind of got the same, um, the same feel, maybe a little bit sillier than Army of the Dead. And uh, I, I had never seen Matthias Schweighofer before, uh, but he. He stole every scene he was in. I'm re- this one looks. This looks really, really good. So I'm looking forward to this. Ah, uh, this is my. This is my numero uno that I'm looking forward to this weekend. All right, fair enough. All right. Um, so there's a show that's coming out. Actually, it starts tomorrow, called Love Life. Um, it's got William Jackson Harper in it, who I am becoming a huge fan of. I liked him in Midsummer. Loved him in The Good Place. Um, it's also got Anna Kendrick, Keith David. Uh, let's see. Who else? Nick Thune. Um, no, Arianne Boyd. Do what? I wish you hadn't said Anna Kendrick. 
Anna Kendrick. You don't like Anna Kendrick? I, I do not. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't like actively dislike her, but I just feel like she's starting to hit an age where uh, I've just, I guess I've seen her in so many movies where she's almost like a spoof of herself. Yeah, that uh, I don't know. I'm not not loving as much as I used to. I don't know. I I don't know. She was very different in Up in the Air as she was in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Both of those are very good. I enjoyed both those movies. Yeah, she is in a lot of stuff. They see End of Watch was good. Fifty well, Fifty, she was good. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, you're you're on your own on that one. Um, also has uh, Arian Moyed. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, who is um, Oh man, he's the buddy of Kendall Roy in uh, Succession. Uh, it's also got Leslie Bibb. You and I are both big fans of her. Blair Underwood. Um, that's about all I know. But it is uh, Anna Kendrick stars in a fresh take on a romantic comedy anthology series about the journey from first love to lasting love. That sounds terrible, but I like the cast. Um, William Jackson Harper's one of the, become one of those where I kind of just want to see him given something and just kind of watch them go with it. Yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you on that. And this is season two that's starting, by the way. This is season two? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Love Life's been on. Ah, I, I don't uh, remember hearing about it. <laughs> it's got a 7.5 from season one. So All right, yeah, good people enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it's on HBO Max, I believe. Yeah, I'll be darned. All right, well, how about that? Uh, yeah, I might get around to that then. I, you know what? That works then because I, I can give it through. You know, if it's anything, we, you and I kind of have this thing where if it's a half hour show, we give it like four to five episodes. If it's an hour show, I give it three and then I make my decision and either continue or move on from there. Usually. Occasionally, yes. I'll extend it, but for the most part, that's it. Well, if they've got two seasons, I can binge it pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. That's a good sign. All right. Uh, another thing we are behind the eight ball on is Insecure, which I keep hearing about. It's also on HBO Max. And it's it was created, and it stars Issa Rae, who I had never heard of before until I saw um, Lovebirds with her and Kamel Nanjiani. And I thought she was yeah. really, really funny in that. And uh, She was. Yeah. And she's starting to kind of pop up. She's going to voice Jessica Drew in the new uh, Into the Spider-Verse movie. Um She's got a, she's, yeah. Um, she's in little things here and there, but I was she tasty and Orange is the New Black. Oh, Orange no, is the New Black no, and no, sexy. No, oh, no, oh, it no, says no. tasty. But, uh, is Orange is the New Black and sexy? Oh, it's TV short series. Oh, I guess she played the beforehand version. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, Issa, Issa Rae. Yeah. Uh, she is. She's known for being like one of the biggest up and comers. It has been for a couple of years, you know, mm. since the start of Insecure, and uh, apparently that was a that was a huge hit yeah. for HBO, and they had, I want to say, a few like three or four seasons, and yeah. then I think she and she ended it, and then uh, this is kind of, that's why they were making a big deal that like it and Curb Your Enthusiasm were both shows that were kind of supposed to be over, but both both of them at the same time were kind of like you know we're gonna we're gonna do one more season yeah and so she came back to do another season after she said she was done and so people were really excited because yeah it's supposed to be an amazing show so i, I really do want to see it yeah i'm kind of yeah we we got behind on this one um but i do want to i do want to check this out and uh so the 
New season starts, I believe, on also on Friday. This is the fifth season. It starts. Oh, it already started. It was on the twenty fourth. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, it started along with Kirby Enthusiasm the same night. Oh, okay. Uh, I think last week. Yeah. And yeah. it's got a seven point nine on IMDb. That's impressive. Yeah, right. yeah absolutely. Um, the last thing on the list, uh, I haven't watched, been able to watch the trailer for this yet, even though I put it on here. But it's I really like the voice cast and i feel like this could be what star trek lower decks meant to be it's called star trek prodigy uh, a group of teenagers steal a derelict starfleet vessel and use it to explore the galaxy uh the it's voiced by jason alexander ella purnell who you're going to start hearing a lot of her uh coming up jimmy simpson oh, I'm a big jimmy simpson fan jason menzoukas uh jamila jamil uh john noble davy diggs uh, that's about it. Well, the big the big part of this is that uh, it's got Kate Mulgrew in it, who, okay. uh, to non-Star Trek fans, uh, and, and I'll have to admit, I didn't ever watch it, uh, but one of the big, she was one of the most famous Star Trek captains. Like, they had, they had a show that went, like, five or six seasons with her as the captain. Voyager. Uh, yes, yes, that's it, Star Trek Voyager. Uh, and it was very much beloved. Like, everybody's been begging for her to come back into every single Star Wars iteration that's come along since, even the, the Quentin Tarantino. Like, everyone's like, bring somehow bring Kate Mulgrew back. Uh, they really love Captain Janeway. And she is in this. Uh, so she'll be the captain of the Enterprise. Well, so it looks like... So I checked out the trailer. So it looks like... It kind of looks like Clone Wars, Star Wars uh, animated, because it's, it's on Paramount+. Plus. But it's from Nickelodeon Studios. And it's got that sense of, you know, it's it's more for kids. Which is smart, because if you look at Star Wars, they have the clone... Like, it's already got a built-in kid fan base. Star Trek does not. It's got a lot of... It's a lot of people, middle-aged people, that really are more fans than anything. Because there, there hasn't been anything Star Trek, other than there's the new Discovery and things like that. But there's not a kid base. So... This is this is a pretty good idea to do this, and I'll be honest, it looks pretty good. Um, also, I didn't realize this was her, but Kate Mulgrew was red from Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, I never watched. Absolutely. I never got into Star Trek other than the the JJ movies that came out. Those two movies, I liked Don't those. Those I like, but anything else and Discovery. The first season of Discovery I loved, but man, it gets harder and harder to get into that show every season because they start off so slow. That's true. I, I'll give you that. They, they're, they're. I wish they kept Kirkman and Orky running the whole thing, uh, or whoever. weren't they the ones who started it? I think, I think so. They yeah, there's some characters that I feel like are kind of superfluous too, or just too exaggerated. The, the silly yeah. little doctor girl, the yeah, the redhead girl. Like nothing against the actress because I think she's doing what she's supposed to with that character. I just don't like the character. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's it's too much. She's she's a caricature of what she's supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, the show, the thing is that universe is ripe for Agreed. really fun, solid action, drama, comedy, all that. Um, and I really wanted to see. I I don't know if they've canceled. You might be able to look up. Um, there was a uh, section thirty one, I think was the name of like their black ops units on uh, uh in the star trek world um which is what uh um oh 
what's your name that we love? The Section uh, Thirty One files, Star Trek: The Section Thirty One files. Is that could could that be it? Yes, yes. Is okay. that show a thing? Uh, so, so Michelle Yao. It looks like two episodes came out. Oh, then no, they're not making a series. Yeah. Okay, so, the, so Michelle the, Yao was gonna be. Well, it's showing episode four and episode six coming out December. Episode four came out December twenty third, twenty twenty, and episode six came out April twenty first, twenty twenty one. So I don't know. This is it's not a thing. It, yeah, it's not a thing. They're they're doing so. They do a lot of shorts for this show, which have actually been. I'll, I'll admit they've actually been really good. Like they have a series of shorts with Aldous Hodge and Hannibal Wallace and all kinds of really good uh, uh, actors in it. Uh, they do these little short stints that are like four minutes, six minutes long. Um, I think they call them short treks or something like that. Uh, anyway, um, so they, at one point they were going to make uh, a series about Section 31, which is the Black Ops unit of Star Trek. So okay. the, the the world, the U Federation or whatever, they've got a Black Ops unit that will go do dark wet work uh, all over the universe for, for people. And Michelle Yao's character left Star Trek to go become part of uh, and lead and lead a ship. Uh, the captain of a ship uh, in Section 31. That would have been amazing to watch. Yeah, I would say uh, Then do the wet work. And, and so that was almost there. Also, by the way, I thought it was interesting, uh, even in the uh, uh, the the ones with uh, Chris Pine, those Star Trek movies, mm -hmm. they reference Section 31 three times uh, So in those movies. So it's always been a thing, even since the original Star Treks. Uh, but they never show it. So I would kill to see that because, again, this universe is ripe for fun. Just, I mean, it's basically a submarine or a fighter pilot show, right? Like, submarine action is so much fun, but what is it? It's people standing around a deck <laughs> making decisions to barely hide themselves, fire when ready, right? Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun. Naval battles are a blast to watch. Yeah. And that's really all this is. Sometimes naval battles are fun. Yeah, I, I could never get into Other than the two J.J. Abrams, I could never get into it. I tried watching the show one time. Bored to tears. Could not do it. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 in a minority. I mean, it's got a very specific audience is the problem. So, I like what you said about the, the Nickelodeon. It's an entry point for more people, for more fans. Uh, the original Star Trek audiences are, they don't hide. It's for nerds. It's for people who are into science and more about uh, that kind of uh, uh, thing and really into the, the sci-fi of it all. And embrace it, and it ends, up, and it does a very, very good job of doing what it's supposed to do, and talking about what it means to be human and exploration and all that. Um, but it does have a very specific audience. So, just you know, Chris Pine's Star Trek kind of was able to J.J. Uh, Abrams was able to bring it to more of a, a you know a modern feel that, that everybody else could jump on, more of a pop culture thing. And then uh, Discovery did an okay job the first season. They didn't know. They did a really good job the first season. They also did a pretty good job the second season. And after that, I think, unfortunately, it's fallen off. I don't want to admit it, but it but it has. Discovery uh, has. Yeah, it's really fallen off. Um, and But all the other ones were a bit much for me, like the Deep Space Nine and the, you know, all those kinds of things. But, but Next Generation was really good. Uh, it was just, you can't watch it now. It does not hold up. Um, and the Picard series was actually pretty solid. I'm really excited to see season two uh, coming out. But uh, but you're right. There, there's still, there still has not been a new entry point yet for other people other than the Chris Pine movie. So they need to do a better job of, of making it more appealing to new people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, that is everything we have for coming attractions. Uh, pick the ones you want to see. I know I'm going to do Army of Thieves is my go-to. Um, Last Night in Soho oh, yeah. is second. And then, God, I'm just going to try and get to the rest. Uh, that is everything we got. We will be back with trailers and announcements later this week. Until then, catchphrase. Mini Retorts. Thank you.